The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball NBA DFS Today podcast. My name is Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here today to go over our Tuesday, October 29th, three-game DFS slate. I am riding solo tonight, and uh, luckily it's just a three-game slate, so it should be... uh, a pretty quick one. But uh, before we get started, real quickly, just want to thank our presenting sponsor, Fantasy Draft. They are the only rake free fantasy site in the industry. They have some phenomenal contests over there, including their uh, $30,000 guaranteed pick and roll each day and uh, the $7,500 layup, which is only $5 to enter. And uh, definitely jump over to fantasydraft.com. Sign up with the, the uh, promo code HOOPBALL and get that first free week free up to $1,000 in con- uh, contests. So uh, definitely appreciate them. Um, also have a, just a couple quick uh, mentions of other sponsors that have jumped on board with our uh, venture here and we're really excited about. Um, Manscaped.com. Uh, you want to go there. Also utilize the... Uh, Promo code HOOPBALL, 20% off your order and free shipping. Uh, Also, mybookie.ag, which if you want to bet sports, that's the only place to go online. They are the best. And our home-based Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company that's been with HOOPBALL since day one. So just wanted to give a couple of quick mentions there. Uh, We thank them all for... Uh, their sponsorship, and uh, they are the the ones that make it possible for us to offer this free content seven days a week, which I firmly believe is the best NBA DFS content in the industry. So uh, we we appreciate all of you tuning in every day. We're growing so fast, it's not even funny, and... uh, uh, we appreciate every single one of you uh, listeners out there. All right, quick, uh, quickly into the three-game slate. Uh, the first one is a 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, lock. So you get about you know, generally 30 minutes uh, more than normal. Usually it's a 7 p.m. lock Eastern. So that's a good thing. Uh, the game, first game is the Atlanta Hawks and the Miami Heat. Um, Atlanta's coming off a, a game tonight, so they're on a back-to-back. Um, Miami's just getting home from a long road trip where they had a couple of back-to-back games on the road. Uh, so, uh, But they did have yesterday off, so they'll be a little more fresh. They also have Jimmy Butler coming back for this game. So uh, that's going to change uh, the whole entire usage aspect of this game uh, and definitely jumble some things up. Um, Let's look at the Atlanta side, first of all. Obviously, you know, Trey Young has been phenomenal uh, DFS-wise this year. He's in the top five DFS 
scoring points uh, leaders for the overall for the whole league. Um, but his price is showing that um, he he did very well tonight. But again, at the price level that he's uh, hitting at now, it's it's start starting to become tough to roster him. Um, yes, it's a three game slate. Uh, and it's a little bit easier to figure out how you want to balance things out uh, and, you know, not having to choose between 22 starting point guards like we, we had uh, this evening. Uh, and so, you know, I, I don't know. Trey Young at that price, it just makes me nervous. Miami's defense is pretty solid. Uh, they they do a, a good job on perimeter players. So, I'm not going to be going to the Trey Young well uh, in this one. Um, you know, in actuality, really, you know, it's a paced down game from Atlanta for Atlanta because Miami plays uh, slower than they do. And really nobody else jumps out to me. Coming off a, a back-to-back, I think they're going to rotate guys a little bit more. They're starting to get Herder back into the mix more and Hunter Bembry Reddish you know, Collins, Jabari Parker, uh, you know, are all getting minutes. It looks like Bruno Fernando's starting to split minutes minutes with Alex Len at point to even more confuse things. So my best advice on this Atlanta game is fade it. You know, if you're if you're hell bent on getting Trey Young in there, uh, I, I wouldn't blame you for that. I mean, how can how can I tell you to fade a top five DFS score thus far in the league? But uh, but I'm not playing anybody from Atlanta, even though there's only three games on the slate. Uh, that is going to be my my fade. Um, I do like Jimmy Butler coming back. I like the fact that he's fresh. Uh, the narrative of coming back after. Uh, just becoming a dad uh, seems to always work out. It's really weird. Um, so I, I definitely like him. I love Bam Adebayo uh, for this Monday or this Tuesday slate. Uh, I think that he just smashes. Uh, uh, Len can definitely not stick with him, and I think he'll take advantage of the rookie Fernando. Um, so I, lo- I love both of those guys. Um, it looks like you know, Kendrick Nunn and Tyler Hero are definitely splitting a few minutes, you know, in that guard rotation with Winslow and Dragic, which which worries me because none of their prices are dirt cheap anymore, and there's a lot of splitting of minutes there. I mean, and now with Butler coming back, all four of those guys take a usage hit, which is a big concern for me. So I, I'm going to fade that group, and believe me, I've used all of them in the last week uh, in different games, and they fit well. But for me, I'm starting my build with uh, two guys that aren't super cheap uh, in Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, and uh, they're going to be 100% lock and loads for me. All right, uh, we go on to game two on the slate, and it's a 9 o'clock Eastern game. And it's the Dallas Mavericks uh, at the the Denver Nuggets, and you know everybody knows Denver's a little bit tough to play uh, with the elevation. There's an adjustment there. It's definitely uh, advantageous for a home court advantage. 
Denver is coming off uh, back-to-back. They played a hard-fought game tonight, a real ugly defensive game, actually. But, uh, you know, it is going to be a back-to-back. Um, Denver rotates a lot of players. They're a confusing team uh, to try to figure out sometimes for sure. And, uh, you know, it, it makes it uh, a little bit tough between splitting minutes as it is coming off a of back-to-back, uh, playing against Dallas, who is playing at a much faster pace than they have before, but still not one of the fastest leagues uh, teams in the league. Denver's definitely played a slower pace this season. Uh, you know, tonight's game uh, shows that as well, being a low-scoring game. So there are there is some concerns and red flags in this game uh, that definitely you have to consider. Um, as far as the Mavericks side of the ball, uh, I want to sort of talk about them first because – you know, Luca again, he's also uh, in that top uh, five DFS scores thus far this year and has been an absolute monster. And uh, hard not to play him. He is going to be uh, my most expensive guy uh, on, the, on the board. I am going to stick with him. I think that he's in a groove. Uh, I like uh, the matchup. I know... You know, Gary Harris, if he if he guards him, is, is a hell of a defender. Uh, but if Jamal Murray's on him or somebody else in that rotation, uh, I think he can take advantage of that. Plus, I think he's, he's just too big and strong uh, for Harris as well. I think he can back him down. And, uh, you know, like I said this week, I mean, it's if you watch – the games, it's very similar to Westbrook when he was with the Thunder and Harden with the Rockets. You know, it seems like he gets every defensive rebound. Uh, Everybody's clearing out, uh, making space for him so that he can get the defensive board and push the ball up the floor. So then he's having the, the ability to get the assist or the bucket. So he's just a DFS, you know, points per minute monster right now. And I don't think you can fade that. Um, I also like the fact that Dwight Powell is expected back in this game. I think that's going to help Luca because it gives him a presence inside and, and the Mavericks have seriously lacked that. Uh, Maxi Kleba's done a nice job, but he's, you know, shooting threes and he's spreading it out. Porzingis, even though he's seven foot three, is not a post player at all. He's going to play mid-range or three-point shots. So uh, they haven't played Boban a minute this season. So no one really has posted up at all. And I think that that uh, that's actually uh, hurt Luke a little bit. I think he likes playing that pick and roll with Powell. I think that's going to be a big plus. Uh, he loves throwing the lob to him as well. And I think that that's going to up uh, Luca's numbers. Uh, I'm not going to play Powell yet because I think he'll certainly be on a limits restriction uh, with his first game back. Um, but, uh, you know, certainly a guy down the road that I'm going to be looking at. Um, another, the, the other guy I'm going to play is, you know, I've, I've been preaching don't play anybody but Luca or Porzingis, Porzingis on the Mavericks. But DeLon Wright has had two solid games in a row. 
He's solidified minutes in the rotation, even though for some bizarre reason, Carlisle didn't have him in at the end of that game uh, two nights ago against Portland. He had Brunson in there, and that really hurt the Mavericks defensively. Still can't figure that out, but I don't think that Carlisle will make that mistake again. So I'm going to I'm gonna roll DeLon right out there at a really good value price. You know, you have to have some value uh, numbers in there as well, and I think he really fits the bill against Denver. Uh, I think, you know, he's a tough matchup for them because of his height. And, uh, you know, I think he can get, get some things done. So, uh, Chris Stapps, I like, uh, it's just that he did play pretty good extended minutes the night before last. I know Carlisle wants to try to protect him a little bit so I can see him being, under the 30-minute number, you know, more like 27, 28, which is good, but at his price right now, it's just not worth it for me. So I'm going Luca, DeLon Wright, and uh, that's it from that side of the ball. Now, you know, back to Denver. I sort of alluded to that earlier. It's just such a mess of trying to figure out who's going to get minutes, especially coming off a of back-to-back. Uh, you know, is there any value there? I don't trust most of these guys. Millsap has not done that well. Murray's been playing a little dinged up. I don't want anything to do with Barton, Harris, Beasley, all Craig, all of those dudes that, that split minutes. Um, I am definitely not a Jokic guy. Uh, everybody knows that uh, how, you, how you roster a guy that weighs uh, 350 pounds, uh, he's not playing – uh, on my team. Um, I don't care if he did throw a triple double on the board. Uh, you know, he, he had a very subpar game this evening and I just, you know, on a back to back carrying that much weight and being out of shape. No, thanks at that price. He's way overpriced. So, you know, I believe it or not, I don't like anybody on Denver and, you know, I know it's, it's slim pickings and I'm not recommending a lot of guys, uh, but the guys, you know, I'm going to be playing. I'm generally a cash player, and I'll be playing probably one lineup in this schedule and plugging it into some 50-50s and heads up and single entries uh, and really not entering any GPPs because I don't really like the flyers all over the board with, with some of these secondary guys that are just, you know, uh, maybe only capable of 10 or 15 fantasy points. So, I don't want to dumpster dive. I want to select the right guys, plug them in, uh, you know, where, where I really see fit. And, and that's what I'm going to try to do. So um, before we go to the third game, which is the Grizzlies at the Lakers, and I love this game. This is my favorite game of the night. Um, you know, Mem- Memphis Grizzlies are in the, the top uh, five in the league in pace right now which is phenomenal. I mean, especially when, you know, the DFS world has this psychological block of Memphis is a slow-paced, grinded-out team. And I know I've mentioned this on like three shows in a row, but it's such a DFS edge for our listeners out there is, you know, you got to remember they have a new coach, Coach Jenkins. They're young. They push the ball. They're all about pace. I watched them uh, win the NBA Summer League where they just pushed, pushed, pushed. And they're going to be a top, you know, 10, 
paced team in this league this year. And, you know, that, that up speed up uh, is going to be fantastic uh, for opponents. And the Lakers need it because they're playing slow as hell. Uh, they were going into this game are the slowest paced team in the league right now. Who would ever believe that uh, opposite of showtime. But I think that's a little bit of an anomaly. It's, it's a, a very small sample size of a couple of games. I think they will eventually pick up the speed and they get Rondo back in there and some different guys. They'll, they'll start picking it up a little. And I think playing Memphis is going to help them. Uh, I love the pace of this game. I like the stars in this game. And I think it's going to be a, a good game to play. But I'm going to get into that more. But I do want to mention uh, tomorrow, you'll be listening to this on hopefully Tuesday, on your way to work, at lunchtime, during a break getting yourself ready for the three-game slate on Tuesday night. Of course, we're recording this uh, on Monday evening, um, as we always do to you know, get you ready for the next day. But you know, don't forget tomorrow, uh, get on hoop-ball.com, get on our DFS threads, and follow that. All the news will be on there. We have uh, Miles and Andy posting things throughout the day. It's constantly going to be updated. You really need to keep an eye on that for any changes, anybody sitting out, any late injury announcements. Uh, you can't afford to put a guy uh, in your lineup that, that's going to be minutes restriction or out. So follow that. Also follow uh, our DFS team uh, on Twitter. That's where we're all just firing tweets out all day. Uh, at Hoopball Fantasy is where all our blurbs and all of our writers are, are posting things. You can find me at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I, uh, and um, our other two DFS fellas, at Mike Apatria, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. And my man, Andrew Hansen, is at Language Olympic. All want, you know, just as it sounds. So uh, look us up, follow us on there, um, you know, listen to our DFS podcast every day. We've got, you know, the, the latest and best up-to-date information that you can find in this industry, and we're seven days a week. And you can find us anywhere podcasts are heard. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart, Spotify, YouTube, you name it, we're on there. All you have to do is type in Hoopball DFS today. You don't even have to put NBA in there, and we're going to pop up. We're getting all kinds of activity, and you know the only thing we'd ask on this side is you take you know 30 seconds or a minute and hit the thumbs up on YouTube, click five stars on iTunes, uh, you know, uh, put a like, put a positive review. That really helps. Uh, with our with our sponsors they're they're loving the fact that that we're getting that feedback and you know again a quick uh you know sponsor uh thank thanks to our presenting sponsor fantasy draft who certainly uh, you know with our uh relationship now with hoopball has brought this forward and manscape.com mybookie.ag and hawaii hawaiian isles kona coffee company all jumping on board to, to make all of this possible. So we want to thank them, and uh, we would ask you to 
uh, you know, support our sponsors and they'll, we'll keep being able to bring this uh, free content to you on a daily basis. Okay, back into this last game, which is my favorite game of the night. It is the Grizzlies and Lakers. And um, like I like people on both sides of the ball here. Uh, if you happen to watch the last game uh, of the Grizzlies, it was the coming out party for Ja Morant. And uh, big kudo, kudos to my uh, one of my DFS brothers, uh, uh, Andrew Hansen, the, the at Language Olympic. He is uh, a big John Morant fan. He's been uh, really preaching him and waiting for the breakout game, and he was on him and did cash uh, the other night in DFS. And uh, you know, I have no problem jumping on this uh, bandwagon. And I think you know Jaw's going to eat up being in LA, uh, being in the spotlight. He, none of that seems to rattle this kid at all. Um, I think that uh, he'll come out and play big minutes and have a really solid game. Uh, his price is still reasonable enough that you can plug him in there and utilize him. And, uh, and you know, for that reason, I think he's, he's a legitimate play. Uh, the other play I like in this game uh, is Brandon Clark, uh, the other rookie. He's also inexpensive, and he's also coming into his own. Um, and I think he'll get a solid run. Uh, Joe Val has played great, but he's on a very strict limits restriction of about 25 minutes. And uh, it's, it's hurt Memphis in some of their games because, you know, he's, he's really kicked butt in the first half and then just is able to play just a little bit in the second half. But uh, that restriction is still in place. So uh, you, you really, to me, it's hard to play a guy under that kind of restriction. Uh, Triple J had a nice game, but you know, I did. I was surprised the last like eight, nine minutes of the fourth quarter when the game was on the line. Uh, Jackson was not in there, so I don't know if it's his foul propensity or what the deal is there. But uh, I just I don't think he's the main guy that's going to get the crunch minutes like that at the at the uh, cost that he is. So uh, my two targets in this game are Ja Morant and Brandon Clark. Um, even though Jay Crowder's getting monster minutes, and I had him in the last game, uh, overtime game, where he hit the, the three on the buzzer, uh, and he did okay fantasy-wise, but he only had two baskets in like 38 minutes. And you know, he's, he's a great player on the floor for Memphis in real life, but I would really caution DFS-wise taking him because, I, I mean, believe me, I watched that game rooting for every ounce of every point he could squeeze out, and it was like, uh, you know, getting blood from a stone. So I would, I would steer clear of him going forward. Um, on the Lakers side of the ball, you know, I'm – I do have, you know, the one big spend up uh, guy that I'm going with uh, on so far, but it allows me one other guy that I can take in this game. And, you know, obviously, you know, price wise, it, will it be LeBron James or Anthony Davis? Now, if you try to take both uh, with some of the other guys that I've already mentioned, then you're looking at monster stars and scrubs and 
two or three guys, it's going to be dumpster dive, value city, beyond belief. Uh, and I just I don't want to go there on a three-game slate. I think it's too risky in cash. So I think you just got to, you know, pull up to the table and make a decision. Is it, you know, LeBron James or Anthony Davis? And almost everybody's taken Davis. Uh, I think he'll be the highest owned player on the slate. And I'm going to go a little contrarian here, and I'm going to play James instead of Davis. I think that, you know, he's a little bit cheaper. Uh, he had a horrific first half in the last game and still was able to put 40 fantasy points on the board. I think that the up pace with Memphis is going to help him. And I, I really like LeBron to throw uh, a, a bigger number. And I think he'll he'll match Davis or surpass him, surpass him slightly in fantasy points at, at a cheaper value. Um, the other guys from, you know, to fill out your lineup, if you need uh, one more value guy to do that, uh, you certainly can flip the coin on McGee and Howard. Uh, Howard has definitely been outplaying McGee, uh, and the price is starting to show there. But you, you, you can make uh, value with either one of those guys. Uh, it's, you know, it's sort of pick your poison there if you want to go in that, in that vein. You know, the other, the other side is the, the other guy that's a decent value that gets big minutes and I think, you know, gets enough periphery stats also to fill out your, your lineup is Danny Green. You know, he's going to make the open three. He's going to get some steals. He'll, he'll grab a couple of rebounds in there and uh, he's a good guy to, to, to fill out your lineup. So again, you know, with, with three games and six teams, you know, that's a good 15 or 16 players that I recommend pretty strongly, which gives you a, a really good base, uh, you know, to build some lineups here specifically, you know, I really highlighted like 10 of them. So, you know, I, I love the fact that we have a little bit smaller pool, I mean, it's, it's been tough getting used to these uh, 22 teams like we had tonight and just trying to cherry pick uh, each player out of there. It's almost sort of uh, fun to have a three-game slate and be able to just zone in on exactly, uh, you know, who I want to take. So that's really it. Uh, hopefully that was uh, very, uh, you know, informative to everybody. I, I really spent some, some good time on this. Uh, three games being that it was only three games. So I think, you know, hopefully you, you, you really take advantage of some of the advice I brought forward. I think you can put together some really good uh, cash and uh, single entry uh, winners on, on all of the sites uh, for the Tuesday night card. Um, wanted to give a, a quick mention our, our uh, if, if you listen to our show every day, uh, Mike Apatry and I have a, a chicken suit challenge. Uh, we have to do a live show on the air at the all-star break and whoever loses uh, these challenges has to actually wear a full chicken suit on the air, which is going to be wonderful because it's going to be a patria. And we are tied to two with our challenge Monday night. Uh, somehow, some way old, uh, old air Mike decided he wanted to challenge my Shea Gilligas Alexander with uh, Mike Conley, 
And the last I saw, Conley was 0 for 6 from the field for the game. I'm not sure if that's where he finished up, but uh, it was an epic beating. It almost should be worth two chicken soup points, but uh, we'll we'll just accept the, the victory uh, in crunching style and tie it up 2-2. And uh, and then we'll we'll get back at it on our next show and and see what uh, you know see where we go from there. Uh, the, the the tomorrow night show on Tuesday night is Mike and I, so we will uh, we will get a ch- chicken suit challenge to see who knew, the leader is, which hopefully I go back up three to two uh, with tomorrow night's slate because you you guys know who I like. Mike, I'm sure I'll listen back to the show and have a couple uh, guys lined up uh, that I'll get to choose from for the challenge. So that'll be fun. Uh, But I did want to make mention of that. Um, Again, definitely keep an eye on my Twitter and uh, and the Hoopball Twitter because we'll be kicking out that uh, Coach's Challenge contest tomorrow. It'll be up tomorrow afternoon, and get in there. It's only $2 uh, to enter. Uh, it was a blast last week, um, and it's uh, it's just great bragging rights. You can win some money and some cool swag, so jump into that. All right, uh, I think that's it. Um, again, I hope you have a, a wonderful uh, Tuesday, and uh, I thank you for joining us Joining us on uh Hoopball NBA DFS today for uh, both Dan Bespritz at our Hoopball home office and for my two DFS partners, Micah Potry and Andrew Hansen. I'm Coach. We will catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA DFS. Take care. Have a good one. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.